podcast starting in three two one how's it going everyone welcome to garbage time sponsored by millennial made i am your host dusty and i got miles with me today what's up everybody how you doing it was a pretty exciting week guys today with the combine and uh sounds like there's some other stuff that's going on especially with baseball Tons of stuff that's going on besides just baseball, but let's jump into it. Okay, so where do you want to start? You want to start with the Machado and Harper contract? Oh, we'll start with this combine. The combine? Okay, perfect. Yeah, we'll let's just, start with the combine. That just finally finished up, and it was definitely interesting. Um, definitely saw some stuff that I we haven't ever seen with uh, Montez Sweat running a four four one. Yeah. That's the most by an edge rusher, and he just guaranteed himself, I think, a top ten pick with that. Well, he was gigantic. Yeah. He, to be running a four four. And then uh Rashawn Gary, the defensive lineman out of Michigan, ran a four six, which for being two eighty, that's pretty ridiculous. And then Quid Williams, the D-tackle out of Alabama, ran a 4-8. And he's 330 pounds. Like, you should run that fast. No, never. And then, but we do, like, I did, can we talk about DK? Because he ran was, a 4-3. D, that's who I was going to go to. Okay. DK is a freak of fucking nature. DK Metcalf out of Mississippi ran a 4-3-3. And he's gigantic. I think he had like 2% body fat on him. Yeah. Like, it, I didn't even think that was humanly possible. Or healthy. <laughs> but he clearly looks in great health. Yeah, I think mean, So, the one can, like, I, if, if I had a top 10 pick, I want DK. Well, why wouldn't you? Well, I know a lot of people are talking about his tape being very inconsistent. Well, yeah, you, you like he is a freak of nature athletically, but so you want to you trust the hands because he is a wide receiver. But Jesus, like you, you have to at least draft him just off the prospect ability alone. Yeah, of what he could become. Yeah, but at the same time, if he has stone hands, that doesn't go away. You can't teach soft hands. Yeah, it's you know it's so unfortunate that he had the neck injury. Yeah, very true. It takes away time off the field for him, too. Mm-hmm. So that won't be the greatest thing, either. Yeah. Could. Another thing I liked is um, both the Devons. Yes, that's who I was going to... Devin White and Devin Bush. Both ran a 4... Um... four four two for Devin White out of LSU and a four four three for Devin Bush out of Michigan. Yeah, because I remember when um, Shaquem Griffin ran that, it's like, they didn't think that was fucking possible. And now we got two linebackers doing it. It's just going to keep happening, too. Right. It's, this is exciting. And what sucked was um, how much the running backs kind of really disappointed. Like, only Justice Hill really was the only one that shined throughout all of them. Yeah, I, I'm not really surprised by it. I mean, there wasn't, it didn't seem like there was going to be a lot of really good running backs coming into the draft either way. Yeah, I was just – I know, like, you can look at 40s for – oh, sorry, everything, but it's just, like, you expected more out of, like – like a punter was running faster than some of the linebacks – or the running backs we were excited about. <laughs> Wait, a punter ran faster? Yeah. Um, so the fastest, where is it? Yeah. Mitch Wisconsin. I, I, I just brutalized that name. Um, Clearly, because you can't pronounce names to save your life. He ran a 4-6. <laughs> which was faster than Devin Singletary, the Atlantic, Florida Atlantic running back. He went, he ran faster than Nick Brissett. That's so bad. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, it just ran faster than Josh Jacobs. Well, Josh Jacobs didn't run. Never mind. Yeah, um, there was a wow. This, I mean, I mean, Justice Hill really established himself. Like, 
I, he wasn't on really my radar, and now he kind of killed the combine. I'm sure he's on so many radars now. Yeah, we'll see. Like, I don't think he'll be a. Uh, has, I don't think he killed his draft stock, but I don't think he helped it as much as the talk has been mm-hmm. going around. Because, like, there's not, like, if you think about it, there's not a ton of room for running backs at a high draft pick, at least for the next two or three years. Yeah. So, well, we'll see if anybody wants to take that chance. But if you look at all the teams around, it's tough to give a higher draft pick towards a running back because a lot of them are already established. That's true. Especially um, after la- the last two years of running backs. I guess I was just really hoping that one person would, like, separate themselves. I really didn't get that. No, not at all. But, eh, it happens. Like, the running back class, we kind of knew was going to be a little bad, but yeah. yeah was- I would say Justice Hill is the only person who has separated from the pack enough that he'll get a better draft pick, but not as much to be like, hey... We need that guy. Right. Like, he's now more probably day two pick possibility instead of, like, yeah. where he was. But, um, and then there was the quarterback and Tyree Jackson ran a four five nine. He's the six seven quarterback out of, uh, Kentucky. And he just, destroyed the combine. I mean, oh, yeah. no, out of Buffalo, sorry. So Yeah, like that's a kid with the uh the dreads, right? The one that I was talking about. No, this is the other one you're thinking of. Mm. He doesn't have dreads. You're thinking of the Kentucky one, this is the Buffalo one. Yeah, okay, yeah, Kentucky. The guy out of Kentucky is the guy I like. Yeah. And Yeah, it was a uh, the court, I mean, I wouldn't throw if I was a quarterback. Why wouldn't you? It's just criticize. All people want to do is criticize you. Well, yeah, that's what the whole combine is about. Yeah, but it seems like when you're a quarterback coming into it, like if you're in the first round, don't throw. You're just going to hurt yourself like Kyler. No, you throw. I ain't throwing. You have to throw. No, don't throw. There's no no sense in not throwing. You're going to hurt your graph grade. No, you, it's a better way to improve your draft grade. Or hurt it. You throw. You have to throw. Fuck that. I ain't throwing. <laughs> you can't make me you do have shit. To, you have to throw. No, I, I ain't not shit. throwing in a, like, literally not throwing at the combine is the dumbest thing you could ever fucking do. Yeah. I ain't doing shit. Hey, not my fault. Uh, literally. And the people who who is all thrown... Like, it helps. Think about how much it helped Josh Allen last year. Yeah, that's Josh Allen. I don't know. And, I just don't... And who, you were saying not to throw solely because of Kyler Murray. Yeah, he did. He, if anything, he needs to throw. But he didn't. He's tiny. He should throw. <laughs> he didn't, and now the talk is of him going number one overall. That well, the, that was already going to be the talk. I know, but now it seems like it's more confirmed. Because he didn't throw, and I hope he throws like shit. Oh, I. That's what. That's what you fucking get. What is he at least doing a pro day? Oh yeah, he's doing a pro day. He didn't want to throw at the combine. You throw at the combine too. Everybody, it's the same as throwing as a goddamn pro day. Yeah, but com- but the pro day you're working with your receivers, so it makes it look better. Oh, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> you can still throw at the combine too. They, like, they will understand if it's not, you, like, the receivers are different. They they clearly understand that. Because some guys aren't running routes the greatest. Some guys aren't, like, doing something. Like, they understand that. They're not idiots. I ain't fucking throwing. You throw. You have to throw. Yeah, well, I, I said this months ago, and now it's, like, overheard all over the combine that Kyler's going number one. Well, we knew he was going to go number one because clearly Klingsbury does not have trust in um, Rosen, which I think is bullshit in my opinion. I, I, yeah, I was thinking about this today. I think if I was the Patriots, I'd probably offer them my second, second round uh, pick for Rosen. 
No, that's not going to happen. Did you not see what happened last year? What? They don't want any other quarterbacks but Brady. Brady doesn't have much time left. No, he doesn't. He'll probably play until he's like 47. But as of right now, like they don't want anybody entering that Brady zone because then they'll get rid of him. All I'm saying is I'd offer a second-round pick for him. Well, yeah, I think the Giants should. That'd be interesting too. I don't. There hasn't been really any. If, if the Giants do it, it's the holy grail for them. Because if you think about it, we all thought the Giants should have drafted Rosen. There's no line how much that win would be to get Rosen there. Yeah, but at the same time, Rosen there with OBJ, showing Shepard. Like you have Evan Ingram, you have guys to throw to. Besides just hoping that. Larry Fitzgerald gets open in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Or hoping that Rosen can actually be good with a bunch of no-name receivers in New England. Yeah. I I don't know. I feel like Rosen would fit well with Belichick's offense. Well, yeah, I don't think he wouldn't, but at the same time, some guys don't fit well with having shitty receivers. That's the best way to put it. Because Gronk's going to be gone soon. Whenever Brady leaves, Gronk's leaving. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if it's the same for Edelman. And we both know the Patriots have a terrible streak of drafting wide receivers. Oh, yeah. So, I personally say if I'm the Giants, I do whatever it takes. It's going to be, yeah, the Giants and Raiders are the most interesting teams to watch. Well, the Raiders, because we just want to know if he's actually going to, like, shit this down the toilet or not. Yeah, what are you doing with Carr? Yeah, just, yeah, I can't give the trade him to the Broncos anymore because Broncos at least went out and got a quarterback. They got Flacco. And uh, another report that came out was, that, um, who the fuck, the Jags are most likely going to sign uh, Nick Foles. I don't like that. They, well, uh, I guess I kind of give up on the Jags either way because they don't really have wide receivers. Yeah. So I don't, are. I guess if they get a game manager, it's not really that bad. And Foles can be a game manager at times. Mm-hmm. So I guess as long as you're you're using Fournette, hopefully a healthy Fournette, I guess you're okay. I guess if you're really going all in, why not offer like the second round pick to the Raiders for Carr? Yeah, and then I guess where the Jaguars will be drafting, actually, you can probably it'd be a very high second round pick. Yeah, and you can probably also draft. Uh... DK. So I huh. think I think DK is going to Buffalo. Think Buffalo's going to take him. Wait. Does Buffalo pick before the Jaguars? No, but I just for some reason just don't see the Jaguars um cuz unless unless the Jaguars are drafted Haskins, I would draft Metcalf all 100% of the way. You either need a quarterback or you need wide receivers. You have defense, you have a running back, you have an O-line. All you need is a quarterback and a wide receiver. I just don't, I for some reason don't think they're going to uh, draft DK, even if he's there for them. Huh. I, I don't know what I can see them taking. but Again, it's, it would have to be Haskins then. Mm-hmm. Everyone's putting a quarterback to him, but I just don't see it. Well, clear, I'm just hoping they officially have given up on. Uh, well, actually, I guess the Giants can take Haskins, so never mind. Yeah. That's so then you would have to take DK. But would the Raiders take him? No, the Jets would. DK? Yeah. I I feel like for some reason the Jets are going to take one of the defensive players. The Jets I could should, see the Raiders doing it. The Jets should trade back. Um, 
a few spots. Maybe I, trade with the Lions. In, in all honesty, if I was the Raiders and I just want to like get a difference maker right away, I'd take TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, just but you, I don't. Like, I know Hawkinson is going to go higher than what a lot of people are projecting, but I don't know about number four high. I know, I know, but this is me personally. I, I never in a million years am going to see him go that high. Um, but just like he, someone that can come in and block for you too, on top of being uh, a really good uh, receiving tight end. So I just feel yeah. like you're getting someone that can do everything. Because like, in my opinion, I would rather take Noah Fant than Hawkinson. I just, but I, with Hawkinson, you're getting the full package. With Noah Fant, you're getting, getting Evan Ingram, which there's nothing wrong with that. But I just would rather have a Zach Ertz than a Evan Ingram. I I like Noah Fant because I like his size, too. Oh, I like Noah Fant. I think like you literally can't go wrong with either one. Nah, I, I don't think Hawkinson will make it nearly as close to four. So mm, I'm thinking maybe like, Mid to late, like midnight. I wouldn't say even late. Like I would say more just mid to, like the middle. Like I see anywhere from thirteen to about twenty three that he would be drafted, especially after his combine. Like that's what I would see that. I yeah. I mean, I don't think Hawkinson's going to go in the top ten. I don't think him or Fant are, but I because OJ Howard didn't even go in the top ten. Very true. OJ Howard did not go in the top 10. But I think those two players would be difference makers from the start. True. Like they have, they have the size, they have the body. They they clearly came out of the Iowa system, so they know how to block. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess it helps, but yeah. We'll, we'll see where he ends up. But back to, you know, who the Jaguars would take. I don't know. Jawan Taylor, uh, the tackle out of Florida. What? But th- that's my thing is they don't really need O-line as bad. I, I know, but I just I can't see them taking TJ. I could see him taking TJ or Noah Fant because they don't have a tight end if you think about it. No, they don't. But... I don't think that would be a bad pick. No, I don't think it would either, but I would say you have to go wide receiver or uh, wide receiver or quarterback. Just my opinion on it. Yeah. You got to go one, one, one or the other. It'd be interesting to see because I know Dwayne Hawkins. What, this all depends on the Giants. A lot of it does depend on the Giants because the Giants also would take a quarterback too. Right, or the Giants could. If they, they take DK Metcalf, they're just like teasing people with how good their wide receivers can be. I just feel like the Giants have to take a quarterback. Like, right? <laughs> they uh, get... you, you would have to think that that's their sole purpose is to draft a quarterback. You either get Rosen or you take Hawkins. Like, you can't just keep putting Eli out there. No. And it, you, you can for the, like, first half of the season or even just just saying, like, hey, yeah, just this year. But after that, you gotta you got to get Eli out of there. And um, another team is the Dolphins. They're going to be really interesting to see because they technically, uh, their quarterback is right now Luke Falk, the – Washington State quarterback. Yeah, they got a lot to to go through. Like the, the Dolphins in general, because like if you look at their whole roster, they're gonna have a lot to like pick so, and choose from of where they want to build in certain areas. Because they need they need help in every area. It seems like. Yeah, what uh, I was thinking with the Dolphins because the rumor is that they are looking toward next year. Like, this year is like, you know, we're just going to get... Just building pieces. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Then next year, when Tua and Herbert come out, that's when they're going to get their quarterback. Hmm. Which, there's nothing wrong if you... I don't think there's anything wrong with that idea if you don't like 
any of these quarterbacks. All I got to say is when you think about it, and this is how the goddamn Patriots always fucking make it deep in the playoffs. Because Dolphins are already like, oh, no, we're good. We'll get a quarterback next year. We're just going to suck it up. And then the Buffalo, Buffalo's just Buffalo. How are, how is anybody supposed to stop the Patriots when they're always having a first round by? Uh, so how many years left do you think Brady has? Brady's 41? Yeah. Uh, I give him four. Uh, oh, I was thinking like two or three. Nope, I'm, I'm, I can give him four. Uh, yeah, he's 41. He turns 42 in August. I think, like, so I guess I got to say three because my, in my head I have, uh, I have him like retiring at 45. Yeah, because I was just thinking, you know, if you're the Dolphins, you're like, well, we're not going to be the Patriots this year, so let's just fuck it up. We don't really like any of these quarterbacks, and then we'll get Tua or Herbert or someone next year. Yeah. That makes sense. It's just like, geez, like, the Dolphins were just doing good. Oh, they're at the start of the year. And yeah, now they're blowing up again. And then people are like, how are the Patriots always in this point to the playoffs? It's like, because their division is so dysfunctional. This is why. Because every year, it seems like those three teams decide to rebuild, and it just never works out. I can't even remember the third. The Jets. There we go. Yeah, they're... It'd be interesting to see what they do with Adam. What Adam Gase does. Because, man, oh, man. And his twitchy eyes. <laughs> Like a goddamn robot. <laughs> I am interested in also the franchise tag happened and the Chiefs tag D Ford and then we're be like we're gonna trade him probably. Which I thought was weird too. Like he's like, well, Chiefs, you already need a cornerback and you actually had a decent pass rush. You were number one in the league or top three, I think. Yeah, at one point in the the um, year last year, they were leading in sacks. Yeah, and now you're gonna—they're already gonna release Houston, and now they're gonna release or trade Ford. It just seems very odd. Yeah, I agree. Pass rushers are very tough to come by. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Especially now because it seems like every pass rusher that gets drafted automatically leaves their team once their rookie deal is done. Mm-hmm. It's I, like a given at that point. I haven't seen anybody that has stuck around long enough. Yeah, I mean, I think if I was the Raiders, I if I would probably go with like Rashawn Gary, uh, right away, and then hopefully Noah Font is there, and then try to get another defensive player because this draft is just stacked with defensive talent. It's true, which it didn't surprise me too much when uh, the Ravens today cut uh, Eric Weddle. Yeah, yeah, especially yeah. There's because they're probably like safety. we get like they probably like oh we can find same similar guy, like same instincts probably in the third or fourth round because it's so deep in defensive players. Yeah, they're saying like this is one of those rare years where you don't want a uh, top pick. Because yeah, because you can find everything yeah. so deep that you're not even wasting money on certain things. You can just like find them. And it's like fourth so, round. Like the town's very similar. It's not like a, a Saquon Barkley in it, where it's like, well, you're not going to see talent like that later on. But, yeah. But so it's like, like, yeah, there's not much difference between like Montez Sweat and, um, I mean, with Bosa, yes, but like not. So that makes me think, like, so what do you think is going to happen with free agency for safeties? Because there's a lot of safeties on free agency market. I know, now. because Landon Collins just got released. Yeah, or... so you got Tyron Matthew, Landon Collins, Errol Thomas is coming back, and now you also still have Weddle. Uh... That's a lot of guys with a lot of experience. So do you uh... think they signed for cheaper because the, the classes are so deep? Because there's no way... We can be like, oh, yeah, let's draft guys, but not pick up any of these guys who have experience, who are damn good. I think it's more so the pass rush that's so deep. 
that's what I mean. Like, yeah. that's why I think that Chiefs are like, yeah, we can try but to yeah, trade. Yeah, like, there's a few safeties in the draft that I like that I know you can get a little later. Mm-hmm. But there's it's such a loaded safety class that it's like, why not? You have to pick up somebody. Yeah, I guess. Because I'd be shocked if all these guys go jobless out of the gate. Oh, I, it's just really we're in a weird NFL period where like Tyron Matthew barely got signed and Kenny Bulls for nine. And same with Kenny uh for for Rocco. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I'm terrible with names. It's you're like, awful with names. I, I'm I'm really intrigued. Like next week's going to be a very interesting free agency opening up. Like I think it's going to be another crazy year and there's a rumor that AJ Green might be on the trading block too. Ooh. Oh, come on. Why are all the good players on the trade block competitors of the Ravens so that we can't get them? Because <laughs> yeah. we got picks. Oh, we got picks on picks and we got cash on cash. Jeez. Especially like, oh, listen, Le'Veon Bell keeps getting tied to the Ravens and I'm always like, yes. And then I'm like, it's not going to happen. Yeah, I can't see the Ravens. It's not much. happening. It, it, it keeps tying up to them, too, and we have the money, but it's like, it's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Just stop thinking about it, Miles. We're stuck with Gus Edwards. And Kenneth Dixon. And, ten, and baby old, I'm always hurt, Kenneth Dixon. And Alex uh, Collins just got a... Uh, released. Yeah, because he got arrested for... Drug possession. Mm-hmm. And weapon and a weapon possession too. So, Fun times. Yeah, what what is going to happen with I mean I think Antonio's gonna get traded right away, but the Colts have come out and said they're not gonna go after Le'Veon. So does that just lead really the Jets? And the Ravens. Those are the only two teams that'll keep expressing interest. And there's a sudden rumor about the Buccaneers with a lot of interest, too. Which... If the Buccaneers can actually decide what they want to do at running back, then I'll believe them. Yeah. Well, it's Bruce Arians now, so. That's true. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe. Okay, maybe. I can see that now. Because at first, like, the Bucks have been just going through running backs like it's been their job. Tearing, like, just not even knowing how to use them at points. Yeah, especially with Ronald Jones being the bust he was, I could, I could You'd see, see them, it. Yeah, especially with uh, Deshaun's contract now gone, probably because he's gonna get traded. Yeah, it's possible, and you still got a good wide receiver in Evans. Like, it's a lot on a lot on a table that looks appealing for a running back to come there. Yeah, and also the Bucks have been tied to taking Metcalf. And putting him next to Evans. <laughs> they should yeah. just put Fitzy back there again then. Fitzy would light it up with those two. Mm-hmm. Jeez, that's quite the... Yikes! I think Brown is going to go to the Raiders or Jets. They have shown the most interest. Yeah, um... Which, the thing is, with Brown and Le'Veon, I think where one goes, the other one's probably going to go, too. It's very possible. Because the they are close. and Raiders are the two teams that have the cap space and draft picks to get one, both of them. Yeah, honestly, they, they can do the same, be the same dynamic just without Big Ben. Yeah. Which it only comes down to Big Ben. Is Big Ben that shitty? What do you mean? Big Ben's a good quarterback. No, 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 I'm not saying as, like, a quarterback. He's a Hall of Famer. Easy. Mm-hmm. But has Big Ben that shitty yeah, of, of a teammate? Uh, that Le'Veon was like, listen, I'm not, I'm not talking about none of this. And AB's just like, trade me. I don't even want to deal with it. I, I think they have a hierarchy problem. I, I think it's partially that, but partially that – Big Ben just is kind of a shitty teammate. Yeah, the more reports that come out about it, it's like Big Ben's kind of a shitty teammate. 
it's kind of like the Patriots last year. It's like, why, why is all this stuff just starting to crumble down now? Yeah. It's just been happening for so long, and then people only can deal with it for such a, a long time before they're just like, fuck it. Especially when it's star players. Oh, yeah. Especially with personalities like they all have, too. Like, if you got, like, I don't want to say, like, scrubs, but, like, you know, players where it's like they, if they get caught, it's, like, really bad for them. Oh, yeah. Like, Le'Veon and Ben, or Le'Veon and Antonio can get caught, and, you know. Somebody's going to be knocking on the door in the next 45 minutes. Right. A guy like Cortland Sutton, third string receiver. He ain't getting a lot of calls. <laughs> not at least not right away. His agent's gonna be making more calls than people are gonna be making calls for him. Right. So I that there could be a dynamic to that. Hmm. I wonder if they will end up on the same team again. I think it's a real possibility. I don't know why like the Raiders or Jets won't just do that. Oh A B with Derek Carr. Mm-mm-mm. I'll eat that bowl of soup any day. You know what I'm saying? That that is a great mixture. Yeah, I don't. What? God. And then Gruden signed Mike Mayock too, which was. I don't understand Gruden yet. I'm I'm hoping this draft will clarify a lot for us, because I really just don't understand it. I. He didn't have bad draft picks last year either. No. But it's very confusing through his moves throughout the season. Yeah. That have made me like, what are you going to do? What? I mean, everyone was labeling Amari Cooper a big bust, and then he went to... Yeah, the... it's hard to label him a bust after the se- some of the seasons, he, like the two seasons he had before. Because mm. like, he had really good ups, and he had just some really good downs. But at the same time, we saw that they weren't really passing him the ball either. Yeah, it was... And he should have fit that system perfectly. That was another weird part. Yeah. So I, I think it was, in my opinion, a little bit of setting up. To where it was like, oh, we got to make him look like this, so then it's okay if we trade him. You know? Right. So, sure. I don't know. Because, like, think about it. The year they went 12-4, and four, Marvin Cooper had a great year, and so did Michael Crabtree. Both and of them did. Carr was an MVP candidate. Yeah, so it's so weird. We're only two years away from that. Yeah, and so that's my thing is like you can't really say a Cooper was a bust because he had such a great year that year, and then he was having a decent year at times. He had some ups, but then at times they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna give you one target a game." Well, and last year he had a broken foot, which went kind of unreported. Yeah, but my thing is still one target a game. Like you can't tell me he's your best wide receiver. And you let Crabtree go and then go, oh, yeah, we'll give you one target a game. It's like, nah, that's not going to work. You can't be out there running 70, 80% of routes as the best receiver and only getting one target. Yeah, there's also the report that John Gruden absolutely loves Kyler Murray. Of course he does. But I'm I'm iffy on John Gruden at this point. I don't like that. I don't like that mashup. I don't think Kyler would fit Gruden's style. No, not at all. Because Gruden but wants to pound the ball. I only see Cliff Kingsbury as the only person that fits Kyler. And I don't even think he, he needs to get defense help, help around him. Yeah, like, we'll see. I'm very curious about this draft when it comes to Gruden. It's going to be a strange one. But I'm hoping it provides clarity for all of us to figure out like what what direction he really is trying to go in. Mm-hmm. Probably won't, though. <laughs> no, because I bet he'll make some eyeball signings and we'll be like, yep, I guess, never mind. I don't know where this is going. Yeah, it's, uh, it's so strange. I don't... He, he's like... See, Pete Carroll does strange, but somehow it works. <laughs> but we also see what Pete Carroll kind of does. He goes like for the cheaper route, but the more like, mm-hmm. uh, like, hey, you're efficient. I like that you're efficient. I want you for the cheap. Right. You know? And it works. Yeah, it does. But like right now, we don't know when it comes to Gruden because he's given up some people that are efficient and he's oh, also, yeah, yeah, and he's also like given up people where it's like, all right, I guess I see it, but I uh, don't. 
It's hard to put your thumb on it. That's that's the best way to put it right now. His highs were very few last year. Oh yeah. So we'll hopefully the draft clear, like clears it up because that's the, that's the only thing we can do. Mm-hmm. Just wait for the draft, which is only a month away. Yeah, I I I know every year I get super excited about it. Every year it's like this one's different, but this one feels different for defense. I I don't know because like I want to say it feels different, but I'm just gonna say it's just shitty for offense. That's the best way to put it. It's really only um. You got five guys on offense, and that is kind of it. Yeah, I was just gonna say it's really. God damn it! It's the wide receivers is really the only thing that's like great in it for offensive skill position, or besides the tight ends, but. Yeah, so like it's it's so tough to be like, oh yeah, it's gonna be good. That's why we think that it's gonna be different because because it's a lot of defense and it looks a lot like a lot of good defense, but at the same time, it's just honestly more shitty offensive players. Yeah, that's that's probably true too. Yeah, so like that's the only reason why I'm like, eh, I'm excited for the draft. I always will be, but like, I don't see it solely because of that. I just, yeah, I think it's going to be a draft where it's like, oh, I had this guy graded out as, like, a number 30 prospect and he wanted a top 10. Or this guy, like, I graded him out as a top 10 prospect and he fell all the way down. Like, yeah. there's so many guys like that where I think Montez Sweat will go in the top 10, but I could be wrong. I think DK and TJ should go, but they're probably not. There could be four quarterbacks taken for all I know, and Ed Oliver could still be a top five pick. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> it could all happen. I, I we're, just, we're find out. And then I guess this is where we should plug. We're doing a live draft day yes, um, podcast just for everybody who didn't know. That's the perfect time to plug it in. So stay tuned for that. We'll be watching the draft live. It will be a long one. Three hours, but it's gonna it's gonna be a great podcast, and we're probably gonna get drunker by the second or the minute. Honestly, yeah, like by the fifth, by the pick, yeah. it'll probably be because it's ten minutes on the clock for each mm-hmm. pick anyway. It'll be fun. Perfect time to plug that. Yeah. Feel flyer than Robin Hood. The engine I'll go to power the rockets through. Wish that you wish that you would. I roll a wood with my rose. Right through the city, you know how it goes. Fresh off a lick, it was cutting it close. Ditching the whip and the border patrol. The rest of the story is yet to unfold. Yeah, we gotta eat. Yeah, we gotta eat. Gotta eat. Yeah, we gotta eat. Yeah, we gotta eat. Yeah, we gotta eat. Gotta eat. Yeah, we gotta eat. Yeah, we gotta eat.
So, here we go. Let's let's jump into some baseball. Baseball. Because I knew you were going to neglect it a little bit. So, we finally had, well, last we talked, uh, Machado signed. Machado signed 10 years, $300 million with the Padres, who came literally out of nowhere. Yeah. Never in the rumors. Came out of nowhere and just signed him. Um, his contract is, he gets an opt-out after five years? Let me double-check that. Um, yeah, he gets an opt-out after, I want to say five years. Um, we will find out real soon. But yeah, $300 million guaranteed if he stays the whole 10 years anyway, um, which is $30 million a year. That's what you would want, honestly. Um, I don't see how it, it's kind of what he was wanting anyway. Going into it, he wanted yeah, that three hundred. The three hundred. Yeah, he wasn't looking like how Bryce was like. I want the most contract money of all time. It, Manny Machado right. was just like, I want three hundred million for ten years. And I'm gonna get that three hundred million, and he got it. With so the weird, it's. Sounds so strange because sometimes you forget the Padres are even a team. <laughs> you everybody forgets the Padres are even a team. I know so, that we got farm system, but that's just because like I looked it up. Yeah, but. but he so he gets an opt out after five years. So I was correct on that. Mm-hmm. He does get an opt out after five years, um, and he has a sixteen no trade clause. We won't ever really find out what teams those are in the trade clause. Until he like denies uh, a trade, right? Uh-huh. So, but let's talk about the one that just happened recently in our our break, which is Bryce Harper, thirteen years, the weirdest contract in my opinion. He could have signed. Yeah, um, thirteen years is like, oh, listen, it's not even just the thirteen years. It's the no opt-outs. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So here we go. His benefit is this, and this is one thing I will commend him on. It's no deferred money. So it's 13 years, $330 million, no deferred money. And he gets a full no-trade clause. I think that's beautiful. Out his team, not not the team of the Phillies, his representation and him did not want any opt outs on either side. So they are stuck together for 13 years unless you find a team that he's willing to be traded to because he has a full <laughs> no trade. wants clause. to take that contract. Well, the benefit is this he's he's Getting twenty five million a year, right? Mm. That's not that expensive on the books. No. The but, only problem is you're paying him until he's thirty nine years old. Right. That's the problem. That is the biggest problem. That is a lot of a problem. You're paying this guy until twenty thirty one. Kiss Ew. my ass. Kiss Ew. my ass. I don't. I mean, like. You being a White Sox fan, like, do you have you a little happy they didn't get one of those big ass contracts that they're going to uh, suck yes with? Yes and no. Yes and no. So we offered because this is what I liked what the Sox did. So mm-hmm. the rumor has it that um, that came out is we offered Machado two eight years, two hundred fifty million, right, with incentives that would have gotten him to three hundred and fifty million over eight years. So technically, like he missed out because he didn't want to work for whatever the incentives may be. I doubt they were drastic. That he didn't want to work for that extra fifty million, and he would have gotten it in two less years. Right. And it, and it turns out the Sox um, offered Harper. Um, it was somewhere around two hundred and sixty million for seven years. So I like both of those because I like seven eight years. I think is perfect. 
because those yeah. guys are coming out like they're, they're done by like 32, 33. And you're they not can... stuck with the Pujols situation. No, exactly. And you can do what you want to do. The benefit for Pujols is Pujols has a lot more power and he's a lot uh, more of a consistent hitter or was a consistent hitter. Yeah, they just stuck with that big ass And <laughs> And Pujols can play DH. Manny Machado's a shortstop. And Bryce Harper has never DH'd in his life. He's been a right fielder. I think that's where it gets tough. Is because you got guys who never could do the DH role. And I thought that was good for the Angels picking up Pujols. It was like, yeah, like when he gets older, he can just be a, a just a hitter. That's all you got to do. He doesn't have to play first. He can just go out and hit. So that made sense. But these, whew. I can't imagine Bryce Harvard trotting his old ass out at 38 years old to right field. Because yeah. he, he is with the Phillies. They, they're they an NL team. Right, yeah. They don't have the... They don't have the DH. So, at 38 years old, his old ass is going to be trotting out on the field to play right field. Yeah, it's just like, I feel like you could have got other players... Because Harper and Machado, Machado only went to the World Series this year because he went to the Dodgers. Like, yeah, and like it's different for baseball. So like, I can't I know, say right? like how far you get into the playoffs because it's a hundred percent a team game, pitching wise, hitting wise. But at the same time, I will say, um, Harper's part. Come on, you got Matt Scherzer, uh, Steven Strasburg. You got a lot of great pitching. You had a lot of good hitters, Anthony Rendon, yeah, uh, Trey Turner. Yeah. yeah, you had a lot of guys around you guys, and they should have gotten a lot that further. That team is dead. stacked. As oh, yeah. Fun. They had Juan Soto this year. Um, like uh, they, they just had they a boatload of people. They Sean Doolittle as your closer? Yeah. Yeah. Like, they had tons of guys. So, like, that, yeah, I can fault Bryce for a little bit for that, but he clearly just wanted to be out of D.C., Apparently not. I don't know if you heard his press conference. Be like, yeah, I want to yeah, bring a title. To I want to bring a title back to DC. <laughs> Started out strong, Bryce. Seriously, and I was like, well, that doesn't help you. But there's a lot of free agents still on the board, and one of my favorites um, for free agents on the board, um, I would have to say, would be uh, Adam Jones. Oh yeah, Adam Jones is a damn good free agent. And he's 32. You can probably sign him for extremely cheap. Right. Like, that's why I feel like the. I feel like there's a reason why teams like the um, Yankees and Dodgers didn't go all out for Machado and Harper. Because, like, well, we made it here but without you guys. <laughs> Honestly. And so, like, there's a few guys that are still around that haven't signed yet, and I think that'll be good. Um, but, man, we were just waiting forever for these two guys to sign just for anybody else to sign. Yeah. And I think that's what the part where it got a little tough. It was like, all right, we're waiting forever, we're waiting forever, we're waiting forever. And did McClutchin sign with the... The Phillies? Yeah. 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 Kutch got a good deal, and he was like, I'm taking a deal. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame him. He was just like, yep, got a good deal, taking a deal. I'm not going to fight anybody on it right now. Audi. Yeah, honestly. It's just like, oh, there's a team? I'll take them. But, yeah, you got a lot of good guys still around. You got Adam Jones. You got uh, Tommy Joseph. Uh, let's see. You got Dallas Keuchel still out there. Oh, shit. I forgot about him. Uh. Craig Campbell is still out there. I, I honestly would rather have Dallas than Bryce. Um, nah, I don't know. Keiko's uh, uh, velocity has been going. Yeah, well, true, but his velocity's been going down quite a bit. So I don't, I don't know how they're gonna take that. What? Give him five years. Don't have to be stuck with someone for ten. True. Yeah, you can do that. That's just how I was looking at it. It's like, it's like, ah, fucking yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, you still got, like, Logan Morrison is a free agent right now. Um, uh, Mike Bustowskis did sign back with the Brewers. Nice. Um, Arenado got a gigantic um, – what I mean gigantic – a gigantic yeah, 
extension. Uh, you still got eh, Jose Reyes. He should be done. He's 35. 35-year-old shortstop. I think we're all going to pass on. <laughs> but, yeah, like there's still a lot of guys still out there that can be used. We'll just see where everybody gets signed in going from there. See where it leads up to. Because I'm very curious how that's going to happen. Like, it's going to unfold real fast. So in the next week, I would just keep your eyes peeled for everybody that's just going to be signing like hotcakes. Then also, in baseball, we had the Mets hire Jessica Mendoza. You know Jessica Mendoza is, right? She does um, ESPN um, Sunday Night Baseball with oh, yeah, A-Rod and Yeah, so the Mets hired her as a special advisor to the front office. Oh, right. Is that the first woman? Um, I want to say no, but it could be. I'll have to do a little more digging into that because I don't know if, like, because I don't know if you can count it since she's just only a special advisor and not, mm-hmm. like, an actual, like, front office um, executive. Right. So I don't know if that's what the count would have to go on. But, yeah, that would be it. That's all I got for baseball. Basketball, uh, the Lakers are ooh, probably not going to make the playoffs. That's what I was about to start out with. And it's yes. fucking hilarious. I love it. There is the rumor that it it's LeBron's fault. <laughs> oh, and you know what makes it even better? So last night when LeBron missed a free throw, they the Lakers fans started chanting, we want Kobe. Ooh. Who is right? Who is right, Well, that's because he called up the whole locker room. Well, yeah, that's because LeBron's been fucking up this year. Let's let's just be honest here. And it's crazy how he goes from the easy East and people are like, oh, he'll still be the same in the West. He'll still be the same. And can't even make the playoffs in the West. It's not a bad team. No. And the problem is that whole AD thing ruined them. And that's on that's not only just on, like, LeBron, but that's also on um, – that's well, on his agency. Yeah, what the fuck more could Magic have offered, though? True, but clutch sports, like them coming out with too many rumors, too many times, different things like that. I think it was a smart deal on New Orleans not to accept that, yeah, in my not, opinion. I like, know, I was about to say, because everyone just got fired for not yeah, accepting it. Because, <laughs> like, I, I think in my opinion, like, you, you wouldn't accept it solely because why you're going to get a bunch of demoralized young kids. You get Lonzo, who's always hurt. Kuzma supposedly wasn't a part of most of the deals. Brandon Ingram, we feel he's already hit his ceiling, and he's only averaging, at most, we've seen him average over a stretch 23 points a game. Not the greatest. And then um, then who else you get? Um, Rondo? No one wants Rondo. Well, the main ones were the Kuzma ball. And... Yeah, and but balls hurt consistently, and no one never knows why he's hurt consistently, and it's always something different. So it's hard to take, like even now, like the top headlines on ESPN, Lakers, um, Kuz- uh, Kuzma's, Kuzma's missing up to a week, and ball's still out. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't, it, it's, it's tough to be like, hey, yeah, you should have taken all that, but then you've just got a bunch of guys who can't play. You know, yeah. it's gonna be interesting with LeBron not in the playoffs for once because it's it's real. Yeah. Oh yeah, they have a one percent chance. So pretty much they have to win every game, and they need the right teams to lose every game. Yeah. Not happening. It, not happening. It's bad when the Kings are looking better than you, and that Kings team is pretty fucking good. Actually. Oh yeah, Buddy Hield and De'Aaron Fox have really come out of a shell this year. Mm-hmm. And will they got Willie Cauley signed? They got uh, uh, Mar- Bagley. Bagley, got yeah. Ma- Marvin Bagley, yeah. They got quite the team. Ooh, I thought that was such a steal. Um, oh, Marvin Bagley? Yeah. Yeah, he was. Like, coming out of high school, they're like, this guy he might be the next LeBron. Then he gets hurt really bad. And it's like, oh, yeah, get him in the 15th pick? Yeah, that's a fucking steal. If I ever yeah, saw I'll one. take that every day. So, I, I, I think it's just... It's going to be a great playoffs. Also, uh, how bad did Jason Kidd suck as a coach? 
Bro, he just cannot last anywhere. I mean, like, you know, I was super excited for the Nets, and then I, like, got super excited when he went to the box. I was like, the Nets fucked up and, like, got rid of him. And then, like, he just had mediocre years. It's like, oh, I don't know if it's the team. And then this new coach comes in. And, it's <laughs> and like the Bucks are great. The, the <laughs> best record in the NBA and, like, actually beating good teams. I know it's not the playoffs yet, but it's still, like, Holy shit. And I was excited about this coach, but I was not, like, realized he was going to do Dude, this Jason, good. Jason Kidd's just been essentially terrible as a coach. That's yeah. why I want Steve Nash to coach. I was, uh, I got to read this article. It's about, like, how, like, much the Suns have just, like, fucked up ever since Steve Nash left. Oh, dude, it's been so weird. They have D-Book, which is good. I think that's a good start, mm-hmm. right? But it seems like everything else they pick up since that has just been awful. Well, I like I like Justin Jackson. I like Justin Jackson. He's a great defensive player, not the greatest offensively. But then since that, it's like, come on, guys, get a point guard, find a decent big man. You keep having high draft picks. You got to figure out something. Well, it was weird when they had uh, Brandon Knight, Devin Booker, and Eric Bradley. Yeah, was that just the combo? Didn't know what to... I, it was. It felt. Like, was there like three point guards at one time? Euless. They had Tyler Euless. Yeah, it was really fucking weird. Like, and then they were like disperse. Yeah. Now all now they're all gone. Yeah, all of them are gone. The Suns don't know what they're doing in their lives. Because I I remember this is the first time like I questioned Jason Kidd with the Bucks when he was like first there. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, we got Jason Kidd. That's gonna be awesome. We got like this. Kind of young MVP candidate like Dark Horse and Brandon Knight, and then it's like, oh, um, he's gone. <laughs> yeah, he's, they're like, uh, listen, yeah, he gotta go. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, he gotta go. L- listen, listen, Michael Carter Williams fits me better than Brandon. Knight. Oh, it was Eric Bledsoe they had. Yeah, Eric Bledsoe, Brandon. Eric Knight. Bledsoe. It was the Devin Booker. It, no, deep. It wasn't deep book. It was uh, you. Tyler Eulis was the third one. So it was Bledsoe. Um, Eric uh, Bledsoe and Tyler Eulis is who they had as three point guards. God, whatever it was, it was fucking strange. Yeah, and now only I think Eulis came back. Eulis is back on the team, if I'm not mistaken. It's mm. so. It's, I think it was just so stupid how it it all ended eventually played out. That it was just like just give up. Yeah, it was. I don't get them. I, I want to get them. And they're going to get a decent draft pick again this year. Yeah. Just fuck. pick what up they, somebody good. Um, what if they got... We're able to... Uh, God, yeah, I'm drawing a name on them. Who, Zion? RJ yeah, Barrett? Zion. <laughs> they got uh, the number one pick. I'd be shocked if the Knicks don't end up with a number one. Even though it's a lottery, I'd be shocked if Zion... Doesn't end up with the Knicks, with the number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. But it, it's very possible because again, it is a lottery, so who Aiden knows? And Zion and Booker. Ooh, I Eaton's been having a decent year. He does give you double doubles whenever you want. Mm-hmm. But it, ooh, that could be a good dynamic. Yeah. Or just like even pick up Cam Reddish. Like that's not a bad one either. Mm-hmm. Throw Cam Reddish in the three spot, and they can play defense. You know, one more thing uh, we didn't talk about because I was being a lazy piece of shit is Zion shoes ripping. Yeah, you are a lazy piece of shit, but yes, Zion shoes is also a lazy piece of shit. That's the strangest thing I've ever seen. Well, that is 285 pounds of torque trying to go off one foot to the other. And it was also some PG2s, which were on clearance. Were they? That's funny. Oh, so they were on clearance to everybody else, so no one knows why the university has them as shoes anymore. Because I know like, Paul George was like, hey, yo, Nike, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, there was, so there was a deep dive into like all of this happening. And so they were PG2s. They were, they were just put on clearance by Nike. And yet, somehow, 
Duke still had them for shoes to use when the he shouldn't have. Prestigious basketball college, yeah. Yeah. Don't go so, on. <laughs> so they so they weren't supposed to have them as shoes anymore to use. And then Zion goes out against the biggest rivalry in basketball sports and busts his shoe open in 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And 30 seconds into the game. Ripped his ACL. Oh, he would have torn everything in that knee. Every little bit of ligament in that knee. Like, I wouldn't be – like, how big he is and how he fell – if his leg just dangled, like uh, Andrew Bogut when he throws his arm back over the side of himself, if that. his leg would have just dangled because all the ligaments ripped off, I wouldn't have been surprised. Yeah, it was not. I thought for sure. I was this bartender. I was like, oh, oh, that's ACL. That's everything. Oh, I thought so, too. I was like, man, he's going to be done. His strap stock's going to go down. And then they were like, nope, it's just a knee sprain. I was like, woo! Mm-hmm. I was like, you're... Thank you, Jesus. But now everybody, like DeMarcus Cousins, um, and a lot of other people kept coming out and saying, like, just don't even play anymore. Yeah. I mean, Except fuck. for Kobe. That's because Kobe's, like... I love me some Kobe, dude. He's a man among boys. Dude, Kobe just came out and was like, hey, you made a commitment to that school. You want to get that championship. That's why you came there. You go get that championship. And I was like... Where's the brick wall that I can run through? Because Kobe just inspired me. I could just see him being like, yeah, don't be like Kyrie. Honestly. <laughs> like, dude, Kobe's just that good. Like, there's like, no, nah, you go back to school. You finish it. You finish what you started this season. And it's just like, you go, Kobe. Unless you want to go night-night. I miss you, Kobe. <laughs> dude, it's insane. Like, but I thought Cousins made a really good point about it. Um... I thought a lot of sports analysts made really good points about it too, of like why he shouldn't go back. Like he's missing out on millions and millions of dollars. Right. Like if he actually hurts himself. I am for any players, college players sitting out. You're not getting paid. No, you're not getting paid. You're risking millions of dollars. Like Luca came out and said, "Just go to Europe." Yeah. <laughs> and he has a point. God, Luca's been great. Luca has been really, really great. But it's just like, um. With Nick Bosa, like, hey, Nick, you're going to be a top three pick. Yeah, you know, um, fuck you, Ohio State. Like, you're not giving me shit except possible losing. Honestly, like, it's, it's just such a risk when they're not paying you and you know that you're already projected to get drafted. Don't get me wrong. Like, some agents will fill up your head. Some coaches will fill up your head. But if you know your worth, especially when you're in a position like Zion, you know, like, you could have been number one out of high school if they would have let you. Yeah, I mean... Looks, you you just say, fuck it. Like I, don't, like, I don't blame him. If he goes back and finishes, good for him. But if he mm-hmm. said, fuck it, like, I don't want to do it. I'm just going to, like, get pretty much get myself in shape. Get ready for the draft. Nobody does the NBA combine, really. Um, yep. Just get, my, get myself ready for the draft. I think he'll be just fine. Like, I wouldn't hold him to it at all. I mean, Jake Butt's another prime example of someone that, like... Yeah. That is a great he, example. And he still hasn't recovered from that. No. You hear about Jake Butt in the NFL. He started doing good this year, and then he fucking got knee problem again. Yeah, because, you know what? Get hurt in college, and it just lingers. And Jalen Smith is finally what people thought he could be. Yeah. Like, it's tough, because... You're risking millions of dollars, like especially when it comes to being like a top ten pick to uh, a second mid mid round pick. Yeah, that's for, millions. And for what? Like, uh, yeah, you're getting one with your teammates, but uh, you know, there's nothing else. There's nothing else. Like, you just want to do it for the guys you came with. Mm-hmm. You went. You went to school there. Oh, whoop de do! Like, that's so much money I left on the table, especially with most guys not coming from great environments anyway. Yeah, you like their family can the use that money. money. Yeah, people are gonna forget about your college career pretty quick. Yeah. That's life changing money. Mm-hmm. Only people, only college career that doesn't get forgot about is Arian Foster because he came out and just like, yeah, they gave us all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, had a good time. <laughs> like, it's, I don't blame him for it. He talks about it all the time on his mm-hmm. podcast. Shout out to the uh, What Now podcast. Nice. But yeah, it's just like. He's the only college career that honestly gets talked about because he kind of just mentions it. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like, I think he does a great job. Right. 
Cool. I think that wraps up today's podcast. What do you say? Yeah, hey, we can slow it down. We can get you back walking with a walker first before we get you going again. Yeah, yeah, sounds good to me. We'll catch you guys all next week at the start of free agency. We might. We'll probably do it on uh, Wednesday because that's the start of free agency. Or we can give two shows. We'll figure it out. Okay, yeah, we can figure it out. Two shows. <laughs> all right, we'll catch you guys then. All right, have a good night, everybody. Deuces.